0: Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're
1: experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world.
0: I am so excited that you are part of our Transform Our Life community. If you're joining us right now, Pete's away on vacation, and we are going to spend the summer just relooking at some of the key uh, podcasts we've had over the last couple of years that have impacted so many lives. And today, we're going to be looking at can you see your blind spots? You know, so many times we don't realize there are things that are sabotaging us. And so, how can we begin to become self aware and begin to see the things that maybe we don't see so that we can come into a major breakthrough and have our lives transformed so that we can transform the world around us? So, enjoy this episode and we'll see you soon. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Steve and Pete. I'm Steve Chua and I'm Pete Conversio. So great to see you, Pete. It's always a pleasure. I hope things are going well for you where you are. I'm in a little bit of mourning, Pete. I, uh, my youngest daughter is heading back to university in Nashville. Ah,
1: uh, your youngest. My so youngest. Empty, yeah. empty nest. Yes.
0: Yeah, she's 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 a sophomore, but you know it's been so nice having a home, and yeah. you know it's when it's your youngest, it's always like. Oh, because it's kind of an end of an era, right? And I've got another two more years of this. So,
1: Okay, so my situation was a little different. (laughs) When my oldest went, like your first one, that's really, really tough. And it's very emotional. But my youngest one left. (laughs) Like, we love her to death, but we needed the space, like the distance. (laughs) And she wanted to be off on her own. And it was like, I was saying to Lynn, it's like, we sh- I should feel guilty, but I'm really glad <laughs> she's off to college. And she f- she was the same way. Trust me, because we're both very very strong personalities. <laughs> so that was just like, oh, we have a life to our own now. So anyway, there you I'm go. Ready. Well, we're, we're
0: obviously two very different personalities. I and think.
1: she was close by. Like Nashville's really far from California, but she, she was like an hour and a half away. So
0: I remember when my oldest left, I sat on her bed. And I looked around the room and I just sobbed. Uh, <laughs> I was man. like, she's gone. For
1: sure, for sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Pete, uh, what's our transformation tip for this week?
1: Okay, Steve, the tip this week is actually a question. Okay. All right. How do you know when you've been deceived? Hmm. How, Pete? <laughs> well, the answer is, you don't know. It's a <laughs> trick question. It's a trick question because that's the definition of being deceived, is you thought one thing and you were wrong. So, you don't know <laughs> very right. clever which very is clever. should be should be a pointer to oh wow, I really need to examine things and find out if I am being deceived.
0: That's actually a great segue into what we're trying to talk about today. We've been on a series on emotional intelligence, we've been looking at a lot of self awareness, and I don't know if you've ever been through this, pete when something you thought you were doing well doesn't, and you're kind of going, "Why didn't go well, and it's usually because we're not seeing something. Okay. Yep. And that's what we want to talk about We're wanting to talk about blind spots. So yeah. take it away for a moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So blind spots, it's a, it's a popular topic. I got to tell you, Stephen, even on my own website, I have um, different free downloads and the blind spots one is the most requested. If you're not real familiar with that, um, and you drive a car, think about uh, looking in your side view mirror yep. and there is a, an area Usually, on if you're in the driver's seat, it's on the passenger side near the back wheel called the blind spot. Another car could be hanging out there driving along the same speed as you. And if you look in your side view mirror, you might not catch it. It's in a blind spot, it's still there. You just can't see it. I actually know exactly what you mean, but at this time it was a cyclist, uh-huh. and, I, and I
0: almost it was frightening. And actually, the cyclist wasn't very happy with me. In fact, he he followed me for, uh, for five minutes and yelling at me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, yeah. You were in my blind spot. So,
1: yeah. anyway. well, and so we're talking about personal blind spots. And these are areas in your own behavior, the way you come across to other people that you're blind to. You just don't see it. You're not aware. Of. Again, the biggest goal on all of this is self-awareness. And here's the problem is you're too close to you. Okay? And <laughs> you, you live with yourself all the time inside your skin, inside your head.
0: Yeah, we're our own worst counselors, right, Pete?
1: <laughs> that's right. And and what happens is your behaviors, your reactions get normalized because mm-hmm. you're so used to it and you think that is reality and that's the way life is. To you it is, but you not, might not be so sure about how you're coming across to other people. And in essence, that's the problem with blind spots is you don't see it. That's the definition. It's it, you're, you're blind to it. So yeah. what we want to do on this episode is unpack some really helpful ways for you to reveal where you may have blind spots so that you can then deal with them.
0: Yeah. One of the first areas in order to discover your blind spots is feedback. Like we said earlier, we're our own worst counselors. The problem with your blind spots is you don't see them. So you need to ask people who can see them, all right? And so you need to think about people who are going to be honest with you, and they could be family, friends, colleagues, and begin to ask ask questions, you know, get feedback. Yeah, you have Maybe, to this. you have to
1: this. You yeah. have to pull it out of them. Rarely, every once in a while, you'll find somebody who can, there's a really a true friend or just a blunt person. They will just offer it up, but usually you have to give them permission and eliciting this feedback out of them is, uh, it takes some courage, but it's a really effective way to do it.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people, they cherish the relationship, so they're yep. afraid to share something uh, in case it, it affects the relationship, so that's why it's important for you to engage it. But also, if you engage it, be willing to
1: hear, <laughs> willing to hear
0: things. You're not solic- soliciting praise here, yes, or be- how what a wonderful person you are. It's be willing to listen and not react or be defensive, but be be willing to listen and be reflective.
1: Yeah, be okay. careful what you ask for.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so here's some simple questions. Uh, you could ask your family, friends, colleagues, in regards to both positive and negative things. So, for example, one question is, when are you at your best? Okay, so in other words, you're asking your friends, when do you see me at my best? Okay, Mm -hmm. what are the situation, circumstances? And and when I'm at my best, uh, what is it that I'm doing? What value am I adding? Where do you see my strengths and where I'm flourishing? And also, not just how do I perform, but how do I behave? Because it's it's not just about the outcomes; it's also the the journey and how I'm I'm interacting and and how I'm treating people in the process of that. So th- that's a positive thing. Okay.
1: Yeah, and Steve, I got to tell you, in my coaching, I have so many so many clients that they're really hungry for the negative, but a lot of people have blind spots around their strengths too. We, you know, we talked about that you're too close to you. Well, it, it just comes naturally to them, these things where they're extra talented and they don't realize how, how they're coming across because they're in their zone. They thought it was yeah. like just not paying attention to it because it's naturally them. And mm-hmm. sometimes getting that feedback can be a real boost, not just for, of, of, encouragement, but give you insight on how you come across and why do other people value you for what you yeah. contribute. And it's, uh, it's important. It's important to know that. And if you're having trouble receiving it, it's usually because you have a blind spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which is basically,
0: idea- you, you've got to learn how to receive positive encouragement. Yeah, go, to to the,
1: f- the, uh, go back to the identity series that we did. Yeah,
0: you need to allow it to feed you and just encourage you, okay? Yeah. Now, conversely, because we're talking about blind spots, and a lot of the time when we're talking about blind spots, they tend to be a little bit more negative because it has impact Upon people around you or upon the situation circumstance and and the outcome So if the first thing was to ask when are you at your best then conversely you ask the question When do these people see you when you're not at your best? Uh, I could say at your worst, but people don't always see the worst But they can see you when you're not functioning in the best version of yourself And so what you want to ask them is what do they notice? about your behavior? the way you speak your words and even your body language. Maybe you don't realize that people are uh, sensing a vibe off you or you're saying things and, and it actually is offending them and you don't know why. That is another place where you can begin to solicit that sort of
1: feedback. Well Steve, I really like the questions that you laid out there because if you just said to somebody, hey, tell me one of my weaknesses, they still might not feel comfortable enough to just come right out and but you you um you kind of sliced it there. Uh, a a little easier and they can answer those questions and you know hopefully it'll develop into a a, a full disclosure
0: yeah and remember just keep being open and being reflective you know i remember when i first started getting into coaching and and i think i've shared the story in previous episodes where i was invited into a billion dollar corporation and the billionaire saw the saw the coaching gift that was on me um, and so for the first few years, I was doing this coaching, doing really, really well, okay? Uh, I'm really good with people, people issues, troubleshooting, those sort of issues, culture issues. And so I was sitting down for dinner one day with, with my billionaire friend, and, and I, I just asked the question, so how do you think I'm doing? But it wasn't really to get feedback. I was hoping to listen some praise or Steve, how you're doing a great job. And he looks at me and he says, well, Steve, you've done a good job but you lack business acumen. And I'm a billion-dollar corporation in business, and I don't think you're up to speed with understanding business. And all of a sudden, it was like, It was really hard to finish my dinner at that point because... That sinking
1: feeling. Yeah,
0: it's like, am I about to get fired? (laughs) You know, and like, why did I open my big mouth? You
1: know, that sort of thing. Why did I even ask you?
0: Actually, it was really important because it then caused me to think about something and I realized I needed that feedback. And as a result, I then just went out to really begin to investigate, do a deeper dive into multinational companies and how they operate and all the different legalities, all the different structures, org charts, and all the different things that were going on. And I would pick the brains of other business people that I would do, not knowing that that was happening, read uh, read book summaries. And that really helped me and realized I needed to develop in that area. So that feedback was really helpful
1: okay Steve well that's awesome is asking uh, other people the second way that you can uncover blind spots is by taking an assessment okay and these are fairly popular right now there's a lot of them out there uh, there's personality assessments work style assessments uh, talent and strength leadership mm-hmm. right all these different ones uh, like Enneagram and disk and strength finders there's there's a bunch of them out there. When you take those, you're going to get these results and it's going to tell you, hey, like based on the answers that you gave, or, you know, maybe that some other people might have input, this is your patterns. These are some, uh, the way you come across and this is the, the, the way you tend to, uh, operate. And the thing to pay attention to when you get these results is if you're shocked <laughs> or offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um or if there's a disparity, like mm-hmm. wow, this is like way way off. Now, I do want to say no assessment is perfect and sometimes there are mistakes in those, but sure. sometimes you can really reveal some areas that you need to hear, you need to wake up, you need to see like the 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 downside possibly of your certain style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Another common assessment actually in corporate America is, it's called a 360 assessment. And this is, it somewhat crosses over into the area we just talked about, but this is where your your superiors, your peers, anybody that you supervise and and other people, they're going to give you feedback on different aspects of your leadership or your work performance. And you have to rate yourself the same way. And then this assessment will show you are you in line with what most other people and how they see you? And again, it's where there's a big disparity is where you want to pay attention. Cause that's could be like, if I accurately assess like, Hey, I need to work on my punctuality and guess what? All my friends or my coworkers say the same thing. That's not a blind spot. It's just an area you have to work on. But if I say, no, I'm great at punctuality. Everybody else is telling me I'm late all the time. That's a blind spot. I don't see it. And I can be thankful. It hurts a little bit, but I can be thankful that I got that info to reveal my blind spot.
0: You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, in the various companies that I've, that I've had the, the privilege of working with, when we've done 360 reviews, it's so funny. People start getting really
1: nervous. Oh, really
0: nervous. And they, yeah. And they start. But I, I want to just say, welcome and embrace 360 reviews. Okay. Because they're the opportunity to know how you can develop and become better, all right? Because if you don't, you, you, what happens is your blind spots, if you like, start rubbing off on the people around you in a negative way, and it then affects the culture.
1: Yeah, right? and it's going li- to limit your, uh, your advancement possibilities and your effectiveness at work.
0: Yeah, there's one company that um, I was working with, and they had an outstanding executive, brilliant in what she did. All right. And honestly, she's one of the most remarkable people I've actually met in terms of a- outcomes and deliverables yeah. and execution and things like that and strategic thinking. But she had a blind spot. And when the 360 came out, the blind spot was you're harsh on people. You put people down. You, uh, you kind of shame them in public mm-hmm. a- and stuff like that. Uh, the problem was she thought she had great EQ. Okay. And she thought she was, you know, really good with people. That's why she was able to get so much of the stuff done. And, and really it was because she was really good at organizing people and telling them what to do and how to do it. And so when she came into my session, she basically said, This 360 that I got is just, just wrong. Okay.
1: (laughs) Everyone else is wrong.
0: Everybody else is wrong. And, And, and I remember just trying to, and I knew because I've been coaching her that this was, she, she had some rough edges okay, and trying to help her with her rough rough edges. The problem was she received it as rejection, Mm. okay, and that nobody liked her. And then she started thinking, people don't see the value of the contribution that I bring to the organization. And that was far from the truth. Everybody saw how brilliant she was and everything that she could do. And in the end, she decided, I'm going, I'm leaving. And it was really sad because she was a great person all right? But she found it difficult to receive the 360. And, and, and that's why I would just, for those of you listening, don't don't see 360s as rejection. Don't see it as a way of just pointing the finger at someone, at, at pointing the finger at you. It's, they're there to help you, help you to see something. When you see patterns and consistencies, there may be something that you need to see that you can't see. And that's when you start trying to work it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Very good. Very good. Well, the
0: third thing that we want to look at is is actually to consider your strengths, which may sound kind of funny when we're looking at blind spots, because we always think blind spots are the areas of our weakness. But often our greatest strength can actually be our greatest weakness. Maybe you've heard that before. And sometimes what we don't realize is that we're so comfortable in our strengths. And if you like, so confident in them that it's like, I can do this and you do it but you don't realize maybe how it's affecting the other people around you
1: yeah yeah absolutely uh we say like a strength overplayed typically your biggest areas of weakness are going to be like the the shadow in the shadow of your greatest strengths because like you said you're confident in it it's natural but without self-awareness it's That's a big motivation for why we're doing these podcasts is we want you to excel and self-awareness will reveal where, you know, you need to mature in, in your strengths so that you can understand how you're coming across and then make the adjustments that you need. Actually, just in the last couple of
0: months, there's a, one of my clients It's really a privilege because he saw his blind spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very successful. But he was a bit of a perfectionist, so he found it really hard to delegate. So he had to be in control of the whole process. And what ended up happening is that there were pe- he wasn't empowering the people around him. People around him weren't owning the process because he did it all. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And so when he saw the blind spot, he, we started talking about, how, could, how can I change this?" And I just said, "Well, why didn't you start partnering with people?" And rather than you drive it, allow them to drive it and you serve it. Now, he was the CEO of the company.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So in other words, we talk about servant leadership. Okay. So in other words, rather than you get people to serve you, you serve them, see their strengths, affirm their strengths, give them a framework to work with and say, could you just drive this? And so he started doing it. And he just said the change in the atmosphere with the colleagues and how productive. The, the team became almost changed within the first few weeks wow right. and it was just a simple awareness of saying okay i'm now seeing how my perfectionist streak or my need to be controlling i need to let go of that i want to be more i want to change that from being controlling to empowering okay and all those sorts of things began to change how the company was running and and he's actually much happier now because the workload has gone off him. Yeah,
1: we can imagine, there. yeah. And he doesn't feel, and,
0: and he can now begin to trust and entrust authority to people. So it's great.
1: That's awesome. Well, Steve, I'll uh, fast up and tell you one of my own uh, big ahas on this. Um, one area that I'm uh, naturally gifted in is in strategic thinking. If you also are uh, strong in strategic thinking, you'll probably resonate with some of these things we have the ability. It's almost intuitive. It's called strategic thinking, but it's actually very, very rapidly. I can look at a situation. I can get to the bottom line really fast and tell you what the critical issue is. And then also I just see the steps, the way forward, like the way things need to play out. And I can give you multiple scenarios and tell you which ones will work and which ones won't happen super, super fast. Well, in, you know, in my work environments, uh, that's it's super valuable. I love to bring it. And I love to love to strategize. However, it goes so fast that the other people in the room, if they're not up to speed on that, or if they don't carry that, that talent, I would lose them. And if they didn't respond, (laughs) and this happens uh, in a lot of strengths is you double down, you try to do it even more thinking that they're going to understand it and they still don't. Then another thing that can happen is, especially, I find a lot of people with strategic, you can wind up judging other people and saying, oh, you're just slow. You just don't get it. That's true. And and I know, by the way, I find the same thing with people that are highly productive. Like they can get a ton of tasks done and uh, other people can't keep up with them. They have a tendency to judge also. And that that can be a blind spot that's in the shadow of that strength. So once I realized that, I've had to learn some skills like, Hey, I slow down now if people aren't getting, or maybe I draw, uh, make it graphic and explain the way forward, or just accept, Hey, if they trust me, I don't even need to explain it. We're just, they're just going to go with the direction. So really just learn how to manage and, uh, kind of govern or, or temper your strengths. That's if you want to go to the next level in self-awareness, this is a critical skill to learn. Uh,
0: so you pointing out my blind spot there, Pete, uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, as we look at this area of blind spots, you know, we've covered three areas that can help you see things, you know, from getting feedback to taking assessments and then just considering your strengths. And, and so as we look at this week's transformation application, okay, what what we want you to do is to take, take some time to reflect a little bit and maybe analyze some of the things that we've said to you. And, And maybe one thing you can do is to take some time out and think of a, Back to a situation that didn't go so well for you, you know. Uh, It doesn't necessarily have to be a disaster. It's just a moment where maybe you weren't at your personal best, all right. And then begin to reflect on that. and And it's not there to judge yourself or self analyze too much, but it's just simply to take a fresh look at maybe why the outcome didn't work out the way you wanted it to. What was going on? Uh, And and it's simply as you're thinking about it, what were your thoughts during that moment? Okay. And what feelings did you have? All right. So what were your thoughts during that moment? What feelings did you have? And then begin to, as you begin to look at that, maybe where were the gaps, what skills or behaviors could have remedied the situation? All right. And in our next episode, we're going to begin to look at this as uh, we're going to look at our limitations, but in the meantime, just begin to just maybe think of one or two things where you said, I I could have done better, or it could have been a better outcome, and then begin to ask the question why, and then you may begin to see some of the gaps that were missing.
1: So good, so good, yeah. So so take it on. Hey, we just wanna and just encourage you here at the as the sh- as the episode wraps up. Look, you are a resilient person. Oh, I and love that word. Yeah, and and while this is not comfortable. You'd rather get to the truth. you are a person who wants to grow that's why you're listening to these podcasts. you want to be better you want to serve people better you want to uh, you want to be more influential and so embrace this yeah it's not not to be afraid of uh, not to be feared not to run away from and we just believe in you and we want to see the full mature balanced you come out and and you do too so we we just Bless you on your journey.
0: Yeah. Don't be scared of self-awareness, my friends. Don't be scared of it. It's actually wonderful. Well, Pete, again, always a pleasure. And so from uh, from me here, have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune
1: in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for
0: coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the inside Out.
1: If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com.
0: And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to stevechuaintl.com. I-N-T-L,
1: Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.